What happens when the most powerful weapon in Godzilla history spawns a new kaiju? Find out today on... Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. Hey everyone, how we doing? Come on in, sit down, take a seat, take a load off. It is Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. I am your sweet baby host, Logan Vo, And I am your guest host, Charles Witherspoon. <laughs> the guest host? Yeah, every just... time though. What? I'm, I'm, I'm the eternal guest. You're the eternal guest the host? eternal guest host. You demoted yourself from co-host <laughs> to guest host? Only for this one, because I am a little underprepared. <laughs> so... We didn't record in August. Sorry about that, loyal listeners. Um, yeah, we were busy. So August is always tough for me because it's my birthday month, and it's also my significant other's birthday month. Which is awesome. Um, so, and I always take a week off of vacation during that, you know, time. So, it August is just tough. I got... Also, I switched... Guys, hey, listener, hey, a little fun fact about me. Hey, uh, I used to work third shift for like four years, four and a half years. I am now on first shift. With me. Yeah, Chuck and I are now on the same shift time. Uh, so that took, like, some time just to get my body used to the new time. Yeah. Like, changing your sleep schedule dramatically is pretty hard on the body. Especially if it's from, like, thirds to first, because you're used to staying up all night, now you're used to getting up in the morning instead. Yeah, well, I my schedule is I get up at 5, I do some yoga, I make breakfast, and then I go to work, and I'm pretty okay. I'm usually in bed by, like, 9, 9.30 a much better schedule than what I have. What do you do? You wake up at 6.45 and okay, just okay. run? Hold on, hold on. The night before, I don't go to bed till almost 1 or 2 because I'm insane. Wow. And then I get up at 6. I go to the bathroom, get dressed, take my dog out, and then I dash to work at like 40 miles an hour with 20 minutes to get there. Wow. Chuck, you know, if you just wake up 10 minutes earlier, you could like alleviate that a little bit. No. Then I can't stay up till 2. <laughs> That extra 10 minutes is too much for you. It really is. You, when you have a four-hour-a-night sleep schedule like I do, and you don't get I, 10 I minutes. did that while on third shift, though. I just slept four to six hours every day. Ah, true. But now I'm sleeping, like, eight, and it's amazing. Back when I was on thirds, though, I didn't sleep, like, at all. You would fall asleep at the machines, yeah. though. <laughs> so I had eventually, I had to finally try and start applying for first shift because we use knives where we work and uh i was passing out using a knife and that's scary dangerous yep yep i'm honestly like a lot of places if you fall asleep at work usually you get written up or fired i'm really surprised you never got in trouble i got caught like napping on the floor once yeah like they never let it go for like two years i was like they still talk about it probably Uh, one of my last days on third shift, they were still talking shit about you really? falling asleep. At, yeah. Really? Like yeah. three years later? Yeah. Jesus Christ, let it go. They don't let shit go there. No, they But really you never don't. got written up or, or fired or whatever, so... I know. Surprisingly, I... Yeah, just take the little hazing, that's much better. You know... I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I'm on first shift now, Um, so yeah, it's been fantastic getting like eight, nine hours of sleep every night. I'm an old man. I, wake up, I sleep from nine to five. <laughs> like, I have the old man schedule. Oh, God, yeah, you do. I just thought about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, you know, because we're recording at 8.15 at night. 
I'm like, when we get done, I'm going right to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over here talking about just going home and slaying monsters in a video game. I know. It's ridiculous. How, I don't know how you do it. Your body's just going to crap out when you're 40. You're going to be like, oh, all those non-sleeping, you're just going to like have a heart attack, bro. <laughs> Your body needs sleep, Charles. This is this is a this is an intervention actually. This is no longer a Godzilla podcast. This is me telling you to get more than 4 hours of sleep. All right, tonight. I'll go to bed at 12. Thank you. That'd be at hours. least 6 hours. I'll try and go to bed at 12. I say that. <laughs> is this interesting to you, listener? I know you know this is episode 5. You don't really know us, but this is you getting to know us. Yeah. A, a little bit. So what are we talking about today, Carl? Today we're talking about Destroyer. Now, this is one of your favorite kaiju. It is. Is this top five? Uh, Top three. Top three. Is this two? I'm going to go with two, yeah. I mean, Godzilla is always number one, but mm-hmm. Destroyer, I'm going to say, is number two because he was the final enemy he fought in my favorite series, the Heisei series. Okay. And he was so powerful, he almost killed him. So, I literally just watched this movie um, before we recorded. It's my first time seeing it. I wasn't fully paying attention, though. I need to rewatch it because I was pretty... Dude, it's so good. <laughs> even the, even like the human interactions is mostly decent. I, I got the main plot. I got most of it. Um, what's interesting about this movie, again, this is not a movie review podcast. We're no. just talking about the kaiju itself. But it's interesting how like it's kind of a lose-lose for the humans. Yeah. Because it's like Godzilla's going to go nuclear and destroy the Earth. Or you have this kaiju that's possibly more powerful than Godzilla and who's, like, straight-up evil. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do? So, like, just hopefully they fight each other and kill each other. Yeah, they got lucky with that double (laughs) KO. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Really freaking lucky. (laughs) So, not bad writing, I guess. It's kind of interesting how it's like, oh, fuck, man. Godzilla's gonna destroy the Earth on accident. Fuck. (laughs) But, all right, so let's go into the description of Destroya. You want to go, uh, he's a boy who evolves, much like Hidora. Yeah, he, uh, uh, well, let's, we have to first go all the way back to the original Godzilla movie. Okay. For, that is his origin. 1954. Yeah. So, in that movie, Godzilla was killed by a weapon called the Oxygen Destroyer. Hence, with the cold open, that is the most powerful weapon in Godzilla history because yeah. it killed it one shot yeah, Godzilla. Yeah, the only weapon to actually kill slash one shot him. Period. Mm-hmm. Not according to Legendary. Legendary, he survived it, but yeah, the OG timeline, one shot. Right. But it was a three sixty no scope. <laughs> Throwing that Call of Duty shit in here. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, so when the bomb went off, not only did it kill Godzilla, but it accidentally revived an ancient species of microorganism, which evolved eventually into Destroya. By ancient, it 2.5 billion years old. Yeah. Which by actual science, crustaceans didn't show up until like half a billion years ago. It was like 500 million years ago is when they showed up. So they're they're about 2 billion years early in actual history yeah. of the Earth. Right. But... I digress. Continue. And unfortunately for mankind, this monster also inherited similar powers to the Axion Destroyer as for how it gains most of its abilities. Correct. Such as its signature attack, the Oxygen well, Destroyer. Let's, let's not get into the attacks yet there, Cowboy. Wow, it's exciting. It is very exciting. I like his I like his uh, abilities, his power, his weapons, his attacks. Yeah, he's got a huge he's arsenal. Got, he's got a cool rollout. Um, but but let's go on the description for the people who've never seen Destroyer. What's he look like? He looks, you know, kind of like some kind of crustacean. In the face. In the face. Well, he's got a lot of, like, claws, like, 
what so the juvenile, so like the little baby crustacean and the micro look like a weird little crustacean. Yeah, it looked like a weird little like just. But then we get I don't in say crab, but basically kind of, kind, cr- kind of looks like like a, a, like a horseshoe crab. It looks like a crab, but without like the long legs. Yeah, it's like short little stubby legs. Look first. up what a horseshoe crab is. It's basically a horseshoe crab. Yeah. Um. And then he gets into the juvenile and the other stages where he looks more. Bug-like, alien-like. Yeah, try cross between crab and spider. That was actually my favorite form. The weird little dangly legs he's got. That's my favorite form, and I hate spiders. The, oh, yeah, the uh, aggregate form. Aggregate and juvenile, they have like little wispy legs. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, the juvenile and the aggregate look basically the same, just one's much bigger than the other. I think he has like, the his ar- front arms are more like praying mantis-like. Yeah. In aggregate's yeah. form. So juveniles roughly a few feet taller than a person. Yeah, uh, f- from six to fifty-two feet is the juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a big discrepancy. Um, and then he gets in the aggregate form, which is how how tall Charles? Ah, uh, the aggregate form is uh, sixty meters. About, yeah, about sixty meters. Yeah, and then he has a flying form, which, which is, is basically aggregate with wings. Yeah, hence is why he's only about 65-ish meters at that point. He just gets a slightly bigger with wings. And then his final form, or the perfect form... Just gets massive at a staggering 230 meters tall. 230 meters. That's that's two and a half football fields. Yeah. That's like big. He's like, if you ever watch the movie Godzilla vs. Destroyer, Destroyer has actually got a decent amount of height over Godzilla. Yeah, he towers over him a little bit. Um... So the description, like you said, he looks kind of crustacean-like, alien-like. He's his colors are mainly kind of like a red with some brown and black. That's his color scheme. He kind of keeps that through all. all yeah, he's got like darker, like reddish, crimsonish colors. And then when he gets his wings, they're like giant bat wings. It's kind of metal. Yeah, he's he's just a cross between everything you don't want to see in a monster. So I know how much you love Biollante for how cool it looks. I think I mean like. Destroyer is way cooler looking. Oh yeah, no, they do Destroyer m- is a much cooler looking monster, but I still like the way Biolanti looks. I will not let you take that from me. <laughs> we'll we will harken a- back to whatever episode <laughs> We that will was. get in another fight about Biolante. <laughs> um, but I, the perfect form for Destroyer, for me, looks a little silly with the legs. I don't know. I think they should have kept the, the multiple legs set up. It was probably more of a hassle to like deal with all those wires and shit. You yeah, can just probably. have a suit actor in there for the final form. Yeah, make it a little bit more practical. Although I think it, like, maybe possibly, I, I'm just speculating here, for its evolution, maybe it saw Godzilla and wanted to kind of mimic his body type. Mm. Um, do you have the, the suit actor up? Uh, the suit actor? I have it up if you need, if you don't want to. Rio Hariar. Oh, God. Uh. Har. <laughs> Hariya, har har hariya. Yeah, can you? I am not Japanese. I am sorry if I butchered that. Um, Rio Hariya. Rio Hariya. I. It's it's an I Y. It's an I. I don't know how you get an I and then do a Y sound. I think I think you just slightly, Hariya. Maybe maybe slightly combine them. So Hariya. 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 Also, if That's anybody probably. who is like a huge super fan of Godzilla and hears us butchering this name, we apologize. Listen to our first episode. We talk about how we're not we're super fans, but we're not like crazy super fans. Yeah, we're not those guys that knows every single detail about every 
actual. But we detail. we know more than a casual, and we're just here to like let casuals into it and educate them about the world, about yeah. the universe. Yeah. All right. So we went to the description. Go into his abilities that you were so excited about. Oh. First, he has the division and ring combination ability, which is by far pretty good survivable tactic from certain monsters in his and you know the Godzilla universe. So basically, he can come apart into a bunch of either little juvenile or aggregate forms, move around, do some fighting, and then reconstitute later and basically full heal. Which was yep. that's what he does in the, in the final movie. battle. Yeah, he gets kind of messed up, so he disassembles. Starts swarming Godzilla. Once Godzilla starts breaking a few of them apart and killing a few of the aggregates, he reforms as if none of those died at full health, mm-hmm. which is insane. Pretty handy. Yeah, and so, he's got pretty good durability and physical strength on top of that. He tanks a lot of shots. Yeah, he does. Like full power atomic blasts from a Godzilla who's being overcharged like crazy. And just, he he takes it, hurts somebody, gets back up. Yeah. So As I, to where that would have one-shot several other kaijus oh, in the Heisei yeah. series. Yeah, I'm very sure that if Godzilla wasn't going super nuclear, Destroya probably would have had that fight. Yeah, probably. Um, and then he's got his signature, like I stated earlier, his micro-oxygen beam, or also known as the Oxygen Destroyer Ray. And for those of you who don't remember, the Oxygen Destroyer destroys basically any living tissue on a monster. Mm-hmm. Just takes it all away. Just destroys all the oxygen in it. So yeah, he has the beam, which like it's like a second mouth. When he's in the aggregate form, yeah, he's got that can th- stab th- you, yeah, and then think, uh, think a xenomorph. Yeah, he he's stabs got, you, the- and then he like pumps you full of the beam. Yeah, while also absorbing DNA. Yeah, that's which, what you do. Which could Godzilla probably Jr. also play into why he's got the legs like Godzilla. He probably yeah. absorbs some of the Godzilla Junior's DNA and just. I believe that is canon, that he did absorb, during the Godzilla Jr. fight, he stabbed him. him. Yeah, you see him stab him with his xenomorph mouth. And then he does form into his final form. So that is probably why the legs look a little chunky, like Godzilla's. Right. Also, DNA Adrosogen is one of his abilities as well. Um, So the Oxygen Destroyer Ray is purple in his final form, and then it's uh, all white in his other forms. Yeah, it's not quite at full power until it gets to perfect form. But in his purple form, the final form, it it one shots baby Godzilla. Yeah, which, which at that or Godzilla Junior, who at that time was basically a full grown Godzilla. Yeah, he almost. was about two thirds the size of Godzilla mm-hmm. because you know he's still somewhat young. He's like think pre adult, like a teenager. Yes, like a fourteen year old boy. Let's, let's say between the ages of eighteen and twenty one, human <laughs> standards. I would I would say like a sixteen year old. Okay, yeah. You know, you got that wispy mustache. This is the this is the wispy mustache phase of Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Also, damn those humans for forcing him to fight Destroya. Yeah. That was not fair. I mean, yeah. I grew attached to young Godzilla because you see him grow throughout the Heisei series and you get attached to him. And then you see mm-hmm. him get horrifically murdered by this monster who's basically engineered to destroy all life. We'll get we'll do a whole episode on Godzilla Jr. and Baby Godzilla. I know you don't want to do the Baby Godzilla episode, but we gotta. Are you mistaking Baby Godzilla with Manila? Maybe Baby Godzilla is Manila, and then Godzilla Jr. No, 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 no. Baby Godzilla is in the Space Godzilla movie. There is a difference. I've not seen the Space Godzilla movie. It is basically uh, young Godzilla from Destroya, but younger. Yeah, he's also in the the. Anyway, what we'll discuss all in the that. Me- he's episode. also in the Mecha Godzilla movie. Yeah, that he's just yeah. called Baby in that one. Though. Oh well, all right. M- Mila is also 
He's a he's a baby Godzilla. He's a different one. He goes only by Mila or Manila. I'm pretty sure he goes, I thought he went by baby Godzilla and then this Godzilla is Godzilla Jr. Well, he may have been probably referred to as baby Godzilla before, but I'm the show guy. Only one. I'm the show guy. News kind of fucked my bean up right now. I don't remember. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll go into those on their own episode later. Though. Right, We're getting a little too out of the hand on those two. All right, other attacks and abilities of uh, destroy. One of his coolest abilities actually is his variable slicer. Yes, <laughs> it's a horn. So in his final form, he has like yeah, a, got, like, a unicorn got, like, horn, like a really long, like yellow orangish unicorn horn. Think of uh, if you have if you don't know what he looks like, listener. Uh, think of. The Megazord or the Dragon Zord off of uh, the original Power Rangers, how it had a little Mighty unicorn. Power Rangers. Yeah, it had a little unicorn horn. It's like that. Did it? I think so. Probably not. I'm probably thinking of a different Zoid. <laughs> yeah, you might be. I don't think. Me- it's my bedtime, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's a unicorn horn, and he he can it's power a, it yeah, up. He charges it up, and then he just swings his head around, throwing out arced slashes of energy that basically slice through whatever. Pretty cool. Yeah, like when it, he hits Godzilla with it a couple times, and Godzilla just falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basic spikes and pinchers and little little claws. Yeah, and his then, tail has a grippy thing on this final form. Yeah, which is he uses effectively. Actually, he actually he drug Godzilla around for yeah, a while like, with th- his th- tail. Think of a monster who's smart enough to use every tool at his disposal to achieve victory. Yeah. Um, and then in the deleted scenes and in the manga, he has a stomach beam in his final form. Yeah, you kind of see like a flowery chest cavity on him. Kind of looks like a butthole, he... honestly. I was trying to do it delicately, but okay. <laughs> his butthole chest. Don't say it like that. No. That's what you said? I said it looks like a butthole. I didn't say it's a butthole chest. Yeah, but if it looks like one, then that must make I can't. one. I'm, no. <laughs> I just ruined the whole movie for you, didn't I? So yeah, he has this weird like flowery thing on chest his cavity yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. he's um, got an interesting looking chest that looks like it would open up and fire something out we'll go with that in the deleted scenes they did use it uh, in the deleted scenes they did record it but it was not did not make the final cut unfortunately it would have been pretty awesome to see that in the movie i would imagine though, like a big chest beam like that it has to be like a knockout shot and it Probably. just kind of knocked over got hit it brown to his knees knocked him over but he still got back up yeah. You know, so I don't know. I'm thinking Gamera when he does his chest blast. All right, so this is an enemy that has a distinct weakness. Did you look up what the weaknesses were? No, I have not. Extreme temperatures. So extreme cold. That's why when the humans bring out... Uh, right, right. They had to mobilize some ice weapons. Yeah, they mobilized the ice weapons. Which you was haven't watched dual. this movie in a while, have you? No, it's been a while. <laughs> All right, man. I'm doing the heavy lifting here. Yeah. And then also Godzilla's extreme heat because he's going subatomic. Yeah, like supernova. Subatomic. Basically. Supernova. There we go. Thank you. Um, it's the combination of the extreme heat and the extreme cold that like kind of really fucks up Destroyer. Yeah, like, like that's too much temperature fluctuation. Which would just kind of make you like... A pleasant balmy, wouldn't it? Be like, oh, this is comfortable. Yeah, it's like putting on a patch of hot cold. Hot. Icy, icy hot, whatever a the hell. Patch of hot cold. <laughs> the icy hot <laughs> patch, whatever the fuck. A patch of hot cold. <laughs> hey, yo, give me that hot cold. Like, oh, I don't know what you're you not want. Let that one go for a while. Hot cold, Charles. <laughs> I want ice that you microwaved in a bag. You know, I don't know if it's true. I've never done it. I've been too afraid. But apparently if you put salt on your hand and then put an ice cube on it, it'll burn your hand. Yeah, I did that while we were roommates. Did you do that? Yeah, it burned a little. Did it burn? Yeah, it, it doesn't actually burn you, but it like feels like your hand's on fire. should do it again. You do it. No, I'm a coward. <laughs> I, 
I'm, I, you just called me a dad before we recorded because I'm oh, responsible. Don't mention that on mic. He called me daddy on accident. It, you know what? They don't have the context for that conversation, and I'm not going to explain it. Oh, you just want to let that hang out there that you call me daddy. No, because it's weird to explain. Because <laughs> I don't even remember the conversation anymore. I don't. I just know we were doing the sound test, and I'm like, all right, move your mic over. Like, all right, that's how daddy likes it. Like, all right, daddy's pleased, or whatever you said. I'm like, I did not say daddy's pleased. <laughs> If anything, I said probably something the opposite of that. Uh, you called me daddy. And then you said I have dad energy, which I'm kind of offended by. <laughs> yeah. You said I have dad energy because I'm responsible, which just makes me think weird things about you. I don't know. Like, you're not irresponsible. Me? Yeah, I'm, you're I'm not very irres- irresponsible. Oh, a little bit, sure. Yeah, think about the, some of the dumb shit you've known I've done. <sighs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so that's mainly... The abilities uh, and description of, of uh, Destroya. So the origin of how we came about to get Destroya. Uh, this is they when they were making the movie for Heisei series. They wanted this one to be the last one. Right. Originally, they were going to do the reincarnated ghost of the original 1954 Godzilla, and it was going to be called Ghost Godzilla. Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I. Yeah. No. I think I actually heard of that. But they didn't want to have another monster in a row. That was just another copy. Because they just had Space Godzilla and Mecha. They're like, let's not do a third carbon copy. So, which makes sense. But would be cool to say Ghost Godzilla. Like, like, who's your favorite Godzilla? Ghost Godzilla. Like, that's bad. Although in the Millennium series, they did do that whole spirit of dead in the MGK. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which, fuck that Godzilla, he is a dick. <laughs> he was a dickhead in that one. I mean, he's really powerful, but he was a dick. Um, so then they were going to do a different one that also transformed, um, and like it was supposed to like kind of kill Anguirus in the beginning, and kind of take its form, then also mutate and evolve from there. Uh, but they decided against that, at least the name, because the name sounded similar to a slur used for like people from Africa. So they decided against that. Probably a good call. Yeah, probably a good call. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name. I It, it just it well, looks complicated to pronounce, it's and it's similar, close to a slur. Yeah, so if it's close to a slur. I should probably not mention that on mic. Your boy is not going to mention it. <laughs> um, so then they settled on Destroyer because I like the evolution idea. And here's how we got, you know, Destroyer. And it works well with the oxygen oxygen destroyer origin. Mm-hmm. And they wanted the callback because of the you know the nineteen fifty callback to the OG movie. That's the perfect thing to go with. Mm-hmm. Um. So there were full animatronics on the suits, with also with the, like a self propelled wheel system in the body, which is interesting because usually it was mainly kind of like piano wire for the longest time. Yeah. So this they actually got some animatronics. And considering how bulky that suit looked, I'm assuming they had to have some extra ingenuity to get it moving. Probably had to have some help. Yeah. Yeah. Just a suit actor most likely would not have been enough unless that dude's like whoever played the mountain in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that guy was big. He could probably yeah. Do that. that dude is freaking huge. <laughs> um, so we'll go into the 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 movie itself really quick. He only appears in this one movie. He appears in a few video games, but we don't consider that canon, right. so we won't go into that really at all. Basically, these crustaceans get exposed to the oxygen destroyer bomb. And, yeah, and then they escape from some lab. I forget where it's at. Well, and then they take the forty years to just kind of evolve. Yeah, and then they get to the point where they just kind of like are a microorganism and they just like attack other organisms yeah, like they, fish they, and shit. Yeah, they end up in an aquarium and start eating all the fish and start growing. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the people encounter them and realize they needed to use things that affected temperature-wise. Yes. And then it kind of evolves to the, be the bigger like 6 foot to like yeah, 50 like they, foot. Yeah, they start rolling in tanks at this point. 
Yeah, but it was kind of cool. I like the whole SWAT scene because they have like this team of SWAT oh, guys. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. And they're just using like, like a bunch of SWAT guys that ice weapons into the aquarium. Not, not only ice weapons, they use flamethrowers and explosives. Yeah, like it's kind of like, cool. It's like, I'm like why can't we have SWAT teams like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kind of a fun scene where they're just like the police, the military, just killing these human-sized kaijus that are just like kind of scary looking which you know if you fucking think, shit up yeah and if you think about it like that's one of the few instances where you see the humans being really effective against another monster yeah. it's kind of fun and then the the humans are like oh godzilla's gonna go nuclear like he's gonna create a black hole in the earth basically and, and destroy all of living humanity uh, actually if i think if i remember correctly basically his body is gonna get so hot he's gonna just start melting through to the earth and explode yes. the core uh 1200 degrees celsius was like the the temperature on screen i looked up for fahrenheit for us americans uh it's like 222 220 2200 degrees and some change 2200 2200 degrees and change so pretty fucking hot yeah i didn't look up to compare to what else things are that hot because i didn't feel like it the sun hotter than that the sun goes up to calvin and calvin i know is like really really hot so godzilla is like a but they're like, well, let's get Godzilla to fight this monster because this monster's scary. No, I think they wanted to. It might have actually been either way. I think they just wanted them both to fight each other because one, they could have. They've. They're probably hoping the oxygen is. Yeah, God, I can't talk right now. They're probably hoping Destroyer would weaken Godzilla to mitigate the blast as well. Yeah, that's basically what they're hoping. That's what yeah. I'm saying. In addition to them like blasting it and bombarding it with ice-based weapons at the end right, right. before it explodes well, well you're getting ahead i'm trying to go the whole plot of the movie I, charles I'm sorry i really like the movie i'm getting excited <laughs> so they were like well how do we get godzilla up to fight him let's get godzilla jr because we have two people who have a telepathic link to him bring him on up so then there's yeah, a send the child to war send the 16 year old with a wispy mustache to war okay <laughs> just imagine godzilla with a wispy mustache <laughs> um <laughs> uh so godzilla jr fights the aggregate form of destroya and this is where he has, like, the praying mantis arms Destroyer does and just kind of really fucks him up. Boop, 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 But this started off pretty even. Eh, but Godzilla Jr. got his dick kicked uh, you in. Know, for his first fight, he probably made his dad proud. His dad wasn't there to see it. <laughs> Sadly, he was too late. Um, But he does, Godzilla Jr. does fend him off, hits him with a couple of tonic rays, and aggregates like, oh, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Because they, the humans are killing almost all of them, but then the remaining ones just like, oh, fuck this. They combine into one. Yeah. Making the aggregate. And then they were like, let's learn how to fly. So they learn just, how to fly. Yeah, just take off. They sprout wings, and then they turn into the perfect form. Then Big Daddy Godzilla shows up. Big G, who's really... This is one of his coolest designs. He's got, like, the red on his chest because it's pulsating with yeah. nuclear power. Like, uh, this design is actually referred to as the Burning Godzilla. That is correct. That is correct. Um, so they're fighting, and then... Uh, Destroyer just kind of one-shots baby Godzilla. Just picks him up, drops on the ground, and then blasts him with his oxygen destroyer. Right in front of Daddy-O. And there's a... It's pretty sad where Big G's like, oh, shit. So he goes over, tries to breathe life into him. Yeah, like, that goes really emotional. I was really sad and devastated. Godzilla Jr. dies. (laughs) And it's like, oh. Oh, fuck this Destroyer. Because they said that this Destroyer is possibly the most evil, most malicious, most violent of the Godzilla villains. Yeah, and if you actually look at the design of his face, it looks like he's got a maniacal evil smile. To mm-hmm. There's some points during the fight with Godzilla when he's getting drug around by his neck that they say Destroyer's laughing, which I kind of see it. You know, it's more just a rah, rah, 
like his cry, you know. Well, the film is he's laughing as he does this. Yeah, I, I could see it being a laugh. I think it's a little bit of a stretch, but I'll let people think it's a laugh. That's fine. Um, and then just big fight. Yeah, Godzilla gets drug around for a while, and then he's about to go nuclear. It's even worse. And then the humans show up, start blasting Destroyer with the cold beams. And Destroyer's like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm losing. And then that's when Godzilla busts out the infinite heat ray. Yeah, he starts like just like waves of this nuclear energy just hitting him and hitting him. Yeah, he's like, "Oh fuck!" So he's flying up. His wings get shredded by the cold weapons. Yeah, the humans shoot out his wings so he can't fly away. Falls to the earth. One big blast, and there we go. Yeah, we go home. Just completely disintegrated by the infinite heat ray. Yep. Um, there is a dis- there is an alternate ending. That they filmed, but they did not use in the film. Yes, I asked this man, what was this alternate ending that I don't know about? And he refused to tell me. I'm going to tell you right now, Charles. Please do. So the alternate ending is after he falls to the earth before he... So he falls to the earth, explodes because of the alternate heat wave, and then also just like the cold just makes him blow up. Kind of a lame ending to a badass villain, right? A little bit. Just you fall to the earth and you blow up. In the In the other ending... This ending is also used in the manga for this movie. Oh. Um, he gets back up and he like looks fucked up. Like they have the suit, like they filmed what the suit looks like, like really fucked up and tattered and like looks cool as fuck. Godzilla just goes up to him and just starts punching him and just <laughs> punching him and punching him. And then like a huge blast. And then Godzilla's going sub nuclear and he's about to blow up. And then like the humans are blasting it with cold. And there's this huge thing of like the hot and cold from Godzilla and the cold from the humans just cr- cause destroy to blow up, turn into like a bunch of ash. And then the, this, the Godzilla blows up himself, saves the earth. And then you have Godzilla journey become the new Godzilla. Yeah. So they cut, like, they saved the ending where how Godzilla, like, you know, goes nuclear on oh, his own. Oh, so it's kind of like just, they basically just went in, took it out, and then put it to the end. Yeah, so they, they combined it to where, like, you know, he's blowing up and stuff. But they wanted, like, Godzilla to have his own moment. Uh, because this whole idea of the film, the film is mostly about Godzilla going to die. Yeah. Like, that was the whole thing. So they wanted Godzilla to have his own moment. So that's why they left Destroya out of that fight scene. They're like, hey, let's not have him go blow up with Godzilla. Let's just have him blow up on his own. I think it's probably more effective that way. <sighs> I, I guess. It would have been nice to see. I can see that. I can say that. It would have been really nice to see Godzilla just run up and start brutally punching. Punching him. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. Like, the raw footage of the lead scene I saw is pretty cool. I just, I wish, since they weren't going to use that ending, I wish they would have shot a different one, because it's just, he's such a badass, just to fall to the ground and blow up is like... I mean, he did do quite a bit of damage beforehand, so I'm thinking Mm. maybe they had enough screen time for him. It was probably like the decision was after they got done filming and put all the suits away and everything, like, well, what do we do? Let's just have him blow up there, you know? Last minute decisions quite possibly because you know they wouldn't have taken the time like they filmed it obviously right so but yeah that's uh also you're gonna have to show me where you found that video on youtube i am looking that up after this it's on youtube there bud uh but yeah that's destroya so you said this ranks as your top two kaiju yeah he's number two right behind godzilla i will say this this might be my favorite heisei movie i've only seen i haven't seen all of me i haven't seen space godzilla other than that i've seen all the other ones Space oh, I haven't Godzilla. seen uh, uh, Batra. Fuck Batra. 
Uh, or or the 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 bat bug uh, mo- motherfucker. What is that one called? I think that's Godzilla versus Mothra: Battle for Earth. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I don't really want to see that one. You know, like, that has like the lowest ratings of all the Heisei movies. Really? Yeah, like I don't really want to watch the that. The Mothra one. movie has the lowest. That's sad. Yeah. Well, because it was. I, we'll when we do that movie, we'll talk about that. But there's a whole thing on how it was really originally just going to be a Mothra movie versus Batra, but then they're like, let's add Godzilla in there just because. But we'll go into that when we we do that. You can't cut out the G man. Yeah. Well, because it was supposed to be its own movie. But yeah, that's that's Destroyer. I this might be my favorite Heisei. I gotta rewatch the. I gotta rewatch Mecha Godzilla, and I gotta see Space Godzilla before I can make my final say on my favorite Heisei. But. I liked it. Live up to the hype. You hyped this movie up really hard. You're like, this is the best movie, Logan. In the Heisei series, it is the best. I I, I might be there with you. They, it's, I, it's they saved good. the best for last for the Heisei series. I'll give them that. It's a good way to end it. You know, if you're going to kill Godzilla, have him go out like that. It's kind of cool when Godzilla's like, his fins are melting because he's so hot. Yeah, like you see like just his body's just literally falling apart from the heat. It's pretty cool. And then like, oh, Godzilla Jr. is reborn as the new Godzilla. Pretty cool. Leaves an opening. You know, but even though it ends there, Heisei's done, and then the Millennium has For those of you who might be confused as to why we're saying the got baby Godzilla that died becomes a new one, more or less when Godzilla goes supernova, the young Godzilla who's laying there dead inadvertently absorbs quite a bit of that energy and that's enough to restore him Mm -hmm. that's basically it um so yeah thank you so much for listening everyone sorry we're a little month late uh we're gonna try to get another one out this month yeah we're gonna try and get caught up for you guys yeah we're gonna try to get another one out this month uh not promising anything but we're we're trying we're gonna try (laughs) we're both busy boys but uh thank you so much for listening like i just said check out my other show lost legends tales of turn it's Tales of Thern. It's a D&D real play podcast where I play a gnome barbarian named Big Boots. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. Uh, check me out on TikTok on Hey Yo Logan Vo. I'm making resin. Sh- I make shit out of resin like dice and runes and stuff. Check me out there. I'll have a store up soon to sell stuff if you're interested in it. Uh, Chuck, you got anything to plug? I don't have anything to my name nor any merch that I make. <laughs> we'll save. We'll, we'll do something. You'll get you'll get something going soon. Maybe show. eventually. You I should do like just a YouTube channel where you just talk about Yu-Gi-Oh cards because you can fucking <sighs> talk about Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> I've talked your ear off so many times about random Yu-Gi-Oh bullshit. All right, so we'll whenever we go on a road trip somewhere, we're gonna go like shopping or something. Well, at some cities. point, I bring Yu-Gi-Oh up. Every time you're like, so this Yu-Gi-Oh deck I made, and I'm like, Chuck, I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I know the basics of the basic of the names, and you just go on and on and on about how you made this deck, and I'm like. Chuck, my patience does have a limit. <laughs> my politeness has a limit. What? I know you want to talk about this, but I don't care. <laughs> uh, all right, Chuck. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, everybody. See you next time.